I was opening a new box of tissues. Now, don't be fretting, y'all. I'm not sick or anything. It was just regular tissue use. But I was trying to take out the first Kleenex out of the box. It did not want to come, and I couldn't quite grab it. Then there was this tug of war, and it finally came out looking like it had gone a couple rounds with Mike Tyson. I was feeling some frustration and anger, so I uh, I did a reality check. It was, after all, only a box of tissues. Life is not that bad. Maybe what I needed was a mental pick-me-up. Some uplifting tales of kindness, humor, or, dang, that is just interesting. Time for a good news hunt. Are you with me? I am your hostess, Jackie Lentz, and this is a bonus minicast of Jackie Just Chatters. Nothing but good stuff. Let's get started. I've got two walking stories. I first takes us to Oregon. Thanks to KEZE News, an Army veteran, Jake Sansing, is on a walking trek from Oregon to Maine. Why would he do this? He is attempting to raise enough money to build a free campground for other veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder. When he left the military in 2012, he returned home suffering with PTSD himself. He began walking as a way to cope. It turned into a purpose as he earned money for charities. He ended up writing a book about his experiences titled Walking America, A 10,000-Mile Journey of Self-Healing. He is walking along with a cart and a sign that says Jake Walks America. His ETA to his target of Maine is a year, and he hopes to have enough money for the camp project by the time he is done. I will be including a link to his website if you're interested in either his book or making a donation to the cause. The second story is found in Vermont, brought to us by the Newport Dispatch. A fellow named Randy Crossman has summited the Pico Mountain 300 times in 300 days. Don't start clapping, folks. He has several more climbs to go. The goal is 365 summits in 365 days, which he's going to hit on June 18th. Randy is making me feel pretty inadequate with my inability to do that hike once, let alone 300 times. He is going to pour salt in that wound as well because he is 63 years old. I'm trying to remind myself that life is not a competition and we shouldn't compare ourselves to others, which is good because this guy is amazing. So what inspires an over 60-year-old to summit a mountain every day for a year? He is trying to raise awareness and funds for Building Bright Futures, BBF. His daughter just happens to be the executive director of BBF, so he knows a lot about the organization, which if you don't know about it, like I didn't until I did some digging, they are a nonprofit organization working to improve the well-being of young children and families in Vermont. They work with the government and other stakeholders to make things better. Like help get vision and hearing screenings for kids. 
Crossman has hiked more than 1,050 miles, including during 60-mile-per-hour winds, and has raised more than $8,000 in pledges so far. With his daughter and granddaughter cheering him on, I am sure he is going to make his goal. All I can say is good luck and go Randy, go. Now we go to the heartlands of America and really straight into my heart. This story connected to me in a personal way. When I did my teaching internship, one of my students was a refugee from what was once Yugoslavia. Her family had escaped the Serbian-Bosnia War. I still nearly 20 years later remember her telling me about her town that had once been harmonious between Christians and Muslim neighbors, and how that changed. How her family, Muslims, were attacked by the military. Her father was taken by the soldiers, along with other adult males. Her mother had given him up for dead, and had managed to get herself and the kids out of the country into a refugee camp. I can't remember how long it was. I I know it was at least a year. It could have been years. But the father eventually found them by some miracle. They managed to get refugee status and moved to the United States. Even after several years of these events passing. Even after moving an ocean away from where all this happened. Her father refused to say a word about what happened during his time away. Their family came to the U.S. and struggled to rebuild their lives. The student moved me and allowed me the tiniest glimpse into the world of a refugee. I will always be grateful for that. This news story from WHO 13 in Des Moines, Iowa, reminded me of my student. Emra Klumpik came to Iowa leaving the Bosnia War behind as a child. She understands what it means to be a refugee, and it has stayed with her. When refugees from the Afghanistan war began to arrive in town, Klumpik stepped in to help. As president of the Bosniak American Association of Iowa, her group worked alongside the group Des Moines Refugee Support. Food and hygiene products were collected at the Izan Mosque in Des Moines, This act of compassion and generosity is even more poignant given that it is Ramadan. During this holy month, Muslims fast during daylight hours to help them connect to those who don't have enough to eat and struggle all year round. What a beautiful act of giving and empathy. Lastly, we finish in Wausau, Wisconsin. If you find yourself in the area on May 14th, the Marathon County Historical Society has a couple of exciting events planned. They are hosting a House Full of History open house event as Wausau celebrates its 150th anniversary. They will be throwing open the doors of several storage areas and letting you in to take a behind-the-scenes look. 
you'll see how their artifact curators and archivists work diligently to collect, preserve, and store the objects entrusted to the historical society. You'll have the opportunity to see what's behind the locked doors, ask questions about what their staff does, and see what they collect and more. All this sounds very interesting, but they are also having author Janet Newman share her new book, Letters from Clara, One Intrepid Woman's Travel on the Eve of War, 1936 to 1939. So who is Clara and why should I care? Well, Clara is amazing for starters. We often tend to think of women in the past as doing what they're told, stuck to the home front, living a totally domestic focused life. Well, not Clara. In 1936, YWCA member Clara Pagel set off from Wausau, Wisconsin on what would become a three-year world tour, traveling extensively throughout Asia, Africa, and Europe as the world headed towards war. A fascinating collection of letters to her YWCA friends back home documented her many adventures. As Clara witnessed history in the making and described the bombings of Shanghai, Italy under Mussolini, India during one of Gandhi's hunger strikes, and an earthquake in Manila. As if those travels weren't exciting enough, upon Clara's return to the U.S. in 1939, she enrolled at the University of Chicago and earned an MBA at the age of 46. This is not fiction, folks. This is the real deal. I can't wait until this is made into a movie. Thank you, Janet Newman, for working with these letters and sharing them with the rest of us. If you're looking for a vintage heroine to inspire you to reach your potential, you might have just found her. I hope you are feeling a little more lighthearted than when you started. Remember, there is so much tenderness, charity, and motivation out in the world. Look for it. Take it into your heart. And make sure you put a little of your own into the mix, too. Until next time, I wish you well.